This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. We put our lives on social media. Your kid's birthday party. Blow out the candles. Make a wish. Your neighbor's puppy learning to climb downstairs. Okay, Rocky, one more step. Your review of the newest burger joint on your block. What's up, y'all? I finally got my hands on a triple-double pounder burger. It looks crazy. I'll tell you what I think. Your sweet, sweet moves to that popular dance jam. And as you're collecting all those likes from family and friends, someone else might be watching, too. Your boss. I'm Charlotte Gartenberg, and this is As We Work from The Wall Street Journal. You might not believe it, but there is actually an upside to an employer seeing your social media. A good online presence could help you land a job. Really. We'll have more on how to create that presence later in the episode. But first, we have to acknowledge that living your life online comes with some risks. A high school teacher was sacked after posting about her partying lifestyle. This woman just got a new tech job. She shared her salary on TikTok and was let go. A PR executive posted a racist tweet while boarding a plane. She was fired by the time she landed. Sure, these are extreme cases, but it makes it hard not to dwell on the negative. Could a tweet, Instagram reel, or TikTok video land me in hot water at work? Honestly, that fear is real. According to a 2022 survey by the Harris Poll, commissioned by the staffing firm Express Employment Professionals, 88% of hiring managers said they would consider firing an employee over a social media post. In the 2020 version of that survey, more than half of hiring managers who looked at social media as part of their screening process said they found stuff that caused them to pass on a potential candidate. But if you're now feeling an impulse to go delete all your social media, ASAP, don't do it! Being an online ghost is also a big red flag. That 2020 survey also found that one in five hiring managers said they were unlikely to consider a candidate who had no online presence. This may be starting to feel like a damned if you do and damned if you don't kind of scenario, but take heart. I spoke with someone who has seen firsthand which social media missteps actually could get you in trouble. Dan Shoemaker has been in the background check business for over 20 years. He's currently the chief revenue officer at Accurate Background, which, you guessed it, does background checks and employee screenings. He told me that first off, while social media isn't the main focus of these screenings, it is not going away. I think there's just a heightened awareness to ensuring that we really understand that that is a forum where people are displaying information that might be relevant to us as employers. Still, so many of us think of personal social media as, well, personal. So I asked Dan, why should it matter to companies what I post at all? It should only matter if what you post on social media is deemed to be a risk to the business. Mm -hmm. Full stop. Especially in roles when you think about you're hiring, say, a senior level individual. Maybe you're hiring a CFO or a CRO or a CEO. Or maybe you're hiring someone who's going to be you know, kind of the face of your business. 
that's important to know is someone going to find something out about this individual on their uh, social media that would tarnish your brand. The second piece is just protecting your employees. So you might find out information that could represent a threat to your workplace. Maybe someone posts things on their website or on their Facebook page that is very violent. Those are things that you might want to consider, by the way, as part of the overall screening of an employee. Yeah, so it sounds like social media can be a deal breaker for somebody getting a job. It can definitely be a deal breaker. I think the most important thing is, though, that you, you as someone that is curating your own social media sites, you know, you need to be thoughtful about what you post, obviously, but you do still have, obviously, the freedom to post what you want. There was a recent scenario where a social media check on a senior law enforcement officer in the Midwest returned, I think it was like 92 posts of explicit or racy images. And we use the term racy as part of the screening process. And then dozens of others of obscene language and sexual impropriety. What did the employer decide to do with the information about this person? The employer decided to move forward with this individual. So in this instance, it seemed like there were other things that sort of rose to the top with regards to this individual, and they didn't feel like these were going to be issues with this individual in this role. Wow, that's incredible. All right. Well, it really is up to the discretion of the employer, but I still wonder, you know, should I make all of my accounts private? We can only look at public information, and it is against the law in many states and is obviously something that you shouldn't do as an employer anyway. You should never ask prospective employees or employees for passwords or information to get access to social media sites that are private or even social media sites that aren't private. If that information is private, it's private. We can't get access to it. I mean, maybe it is to my benefit to have it be private. But now I'm worried because my Instagram account is not private. Yeah, you're going to go back and look through it. I know you're going to be flipping through it later, right? Like, oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) It's almost all pictures of my child. Of course. Yes. As is mine, no doubt. But you're right. I mean, I think I think it is a question that you have to ask yourself. Do I want it to be private or not? Because if it is public information, it's going to be accessible. So you are are warned. Yeah, yeah, I've been warned. (laughs) Okay, well, let's lean a little into the worry here. What do people forget to worry about when it comes to what they put on their social media publicly that they probably should worry about? We're looking at really significant risk categories, right? We're looking at where you may be bullying someone, you're insulting people, you're using toxic language like hate speech, obscenities, you are threatening someone with violence, or you're just threatening anyone with violence, sexual impropriety. So if you're not in those those brackets, you're probably going to be okay. But then I think the things that, you know, maybe it's the alcohol use, maybe it's the drug use, maybe it's those things that, you know, if if you have constant benders every night and you're posting about it, that may be a reflection of you in a way that you might not want an, an employer to see. Okay, let's go to the calm me down end of all this. What are some things that people worry about with background checks, especially with social media, that maybe they should chill out about? I think the most important thing is not everything that you've done in your past is going to haunt you. And I think that that, that's so true. It's just, it might not. So Charlotte, you're in a good spot. I think you really have to be honest with your 
your employers when you're going through the process and just realize that if there are things that you have done in your past that were mistakes, there are mistakes and you can you can explain those to some extent. When I think about the way in which employers use information to make hiring decisions, they really are looking for things that are egregious. Hmm. They're really looking for things that are real risks, right? I think that there is a definite push to make sure that people get a second chance in the process as well. So should I try to clean up my social media history? I think you need to use your own best judgment, right? I think things that you did in college, as long as they weren't like something that is obviously explicit or racist, I think you're probably going to be fine. But I'll just tell you what I counsel my children, my kids, because I have college-age kids. Um, my wife and I are pretty, you know, we, we say, be careful what you post, because whatever you post typically doesn't go away. It's there forever in some way, shape, or form. And you definitely need to be mindful of it. Dan gave us the very same watchwords he gives his own children. Be mindful about what you post, but also bear in mind what companies actually care about. They're trying to protect their brand and their employees. The kinds of things you should be really wary of, being an online bully, threatening violence, sexual impropriety, and maybe many, many posts about drugs and alcohol. If you've been posting about those things, maybe you should take a second look at your social media. But ultimately, Dan says, most things, you shouldn't sweat. Dan gave us some good advice on social media don'ts. But turns out, there are a lot of do's. Because our online presence can actually help us get hired. We find out how. That's next. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Feeling a little better about your online activities? Hopefully, Dan helped somewhat to dispel fears that social media is a curse on your work life. Because it can actually be a blessing. According to social media consultant Rachel Carton, your social media can help you get a job. Rachel's been in the social media biz for over 10 years, which, when you consider how long social media has been part of our lives, Facebook was founded in 2004 and TikTok in 2016, that's actually a long time. She's led social media teams at Bon Appetit and Epicurious and leveraged her own social media to grow her newsletter and her business. She's used social media to get hired. So I asked her if I could turn to social media to do the same thing. Of course you can. I think that, you know, there's platforms like LinkedIn that are the most sort of obvious social media platforms to get hired. You see a lot of those types of posts where people say, hey, I'm looking. If anyone has any connections, let me know. And that's sort of the most obvious way to get hired. But then now we're seeing a lot more types of ways to get hired. Building a personal social presence, maybe around your niche. On TikTok, there's people who talk about working in finance and giving finance tips on social media. And that can be an interesting way in to get hired as well as sort of building your personal brand around a 
more, you know, professional niche and sharing there. And, and you might be a more desirable candidate because of that. So also different jobs might ask for different engagement with social media, right? Like, how might you go about this differently if you work in sales or in advertising versus if you're a lawyer or an accountant? Sure. I think some jobs allow you to maybe uh, brag about your wins a little bit more online. So a sales person might do a Twitter thread of a recap of 2022 of all of the amazing sales they did for the company and sort of brag about it there. Whereas a lawyer or an attorney, they can't talk about what they're doing as much. It might be a little bit more um, hidden. So I think certain jobs sort of lend themselves better to to bragging, sharing, whatever you want to call it on social media. Okay, but how do you know if what you're putting out there is actually having an impact? I think that the the response is usually pretty clear. On a LinkedIn post, you will see people commenting all the time being like, oh, I'll keep my eyes out. People will be very encouraging there. And with Twitter, for example, if you have a thread that really does well, maybe that's talking about some of the work that you did this year, it's not uncommon to receive a DM from somebody who maybe works at a company who's interested in hiring you. I've heard a lot of examples of people getting reached out to on Twitter and getting jobs that way. Are there things that you've seen in social media that are just really great for helping people get a job? Like specific examples where you thought, oh, that's brilliant. I would say in terms of getting a job, really feeling no shame about bragging about your wins. I think a lot of people feel like it's cringy or it's lame to talk about work that they've done. But if you worked on a campaign, if you worked on a certain case, if you're a lawyer, talk about it. Talk about that you were involved in it. Don't be afraid to say how you were involved and really um, putting clear examples to the work that you're doing and attaching yourself to those, I think, is really important, whether that's a Twitter thread explaining the campaign you worked on or if you're a photographer, an Instagram post with a carousel of images of a shoot you did with a certain brand and just not being afraid to, to brag a little bit about the work that you're doing. I mean, I have to be honest, this feels kind of labor intensive. My case would be that it works and that it's not as labor intensive as maybe you're thinking of it as. And is it more of like an emotional labor intensity where you're like, this is so cringe, I don't want to post this? Or is it actually like labor intensive for you to post a link that's something that you're excited about and like talking about it? Reframing it that way. And when like people I love post their wins, I'm like so excited for them. So I would try and think about it that way and not like think about it as like, oh, does the cringy person on Twitter who writes a thread every day that like makes no sense post? Like it's not, that's not you. You are the cool person that somebody wants to hear from. Rachel says, I'm the cool person. Ha <laughs> ha! Someone tell my brother. Her advice to all of us, embrace putting your work self into your social media presence. It really might get you your next job. If, like me, you think that might be too labor intensive or cringy, fear not. Give it a shot. And also, shamelessness can be an asset, especially when it comes to posting your work wins. So listeners, consider sharing those work wins and shouting your achievements on Twitter, on LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok. Let the world know just how fabulous you are at your job. You never know where it'll lead. Can I be a little shameless? I want you to check out all of our wins on social media. You can find us on Twitter at WSJ Podcasts. As We Work is a production of The Wall Street Journal. 
This episode was produced by Jess Jupiter. Jonathan Sanders is our booking producer. Scott Salloway is our supervising producer. Jessica Fenton and Michael Laval are our sound designers. Jessica Fenton composed our theme music. Editorial support was provided by Falana Patterson. I'm Charlotte Gartenberg. Thanks for listening. <laughs>